Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Hey there, Pamela here. Welcome back to another episode of the She Decided to Run Her Way podcast. If you're new to the podcast, Thanks so much for taking a listen. I really appreciate you checking it out. And if you're a loyal listener, well, I am happy you are here with me again this week. Now, today I wanted to do something a tad bit differently with the podcast. Why not try something new, right? Well, every Thursday morning at 7.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 6.30 a.m. Pacific, if you don't know this already, I hold coaching sessions over coffee, over chai, over whatever it is that you like to drink, live on my Facebook page. And this last past Thursday's coaching session, I thought I thought it was a pretty darn good one, if I don't say so myself. The topic was, what do parked cars and running have to do with each other? Now, I want you to hold up for just a second, because I know, or at least I think, I know what you might be thinking, possibly that I'm going to be coaching you all about how to be a safe runner. You know, looking both ways before you run across that intersection or looking to see if there's someone in the parked car backing out of a driveway or on the street before you run past it. But no, ma'am. Nope. That's not what this Facebook live coaching over coffee was all about. Not at all. Although those are some great tips that every runner should consider and should follow. But what I did was I cleaned up the video, turned it into an audio, you know, trimmed some things up so we could jump right in today to the heart of that coaching over coffee session. And as you listen in today while you're out for your run, maybe you're walking your dog or you're commuting to work or heck, If you're anyone like me, you could be folding those piles of clothes that you've been pushing over to the side of your bed for the past two nights while you sleep and you're finally getting around to folding them. Now, whatever you're doing as you have your earbuds in right now and you're multitasking, I'm going to explain the significance of parked cars and running And why, if you are someone who is struggling to get started with your running, or you've been wanting to get back at it, but you're just standing still, why this Facebook Live coaching session is sure to help you out. So why don't we dive in to last week's Facebook Live coaching over coffee session right now. I know that the topic might get your mind and your brain kind of spinning, thinking, hmm, parked cars and running. Well, usually what would come to my mind when I think about that is I think, okay, I'm running. And whenever I am out running and I am running in a neighborhood where there is a lot of driveways, 
I am always making sure that I look to see if somebody is in that parked car in the driveway before I run behind it, just in case I don't want them backing out. Same thing goes for when you're running out, maybe outside of the neighborhood, you're running along a street. Hopefully if you are, you are running against traffic, always run against traffic. You can actually see what's coming up ahead and you can always navigate and respond really, really quickly. Because if you're running with traffic, you have no idea what's happening behind you. And more than likely people are out on the road being very distracted on their phones and I want you to be safe. But if you are out on the road and you're running against traffic, right? There usually are parked cars along the road. And you also wanna make sure nobody's getting out of that parked car because they may just open that door right when you're passing by and that would not be a good thing. And I will have to just, I'm gonna share with you just this brief, brief story. Many, 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 many years ago, back in the early 90s, I worked at Intel here in um, Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Rio Rancho is a town outside of Albuquerque. And I worked at Intel for, gosh, probably about four years or so. And usually at lunch, when I was working the regular shift, I actually worked nights. Um, it was pretty bizarre working out at like, you know, two in the morning. Um, and going for a run with my headlamps and a bunch of other supervisors, we'd go and run in the middle of the night with our um, headlamps. But when I was working a day shift at Intel, I would go for lunch and I'd go for a run and there was this hill that I'd run and then I'd come back. And you know, there are just some really not so kind people out there in the world. And I remember I was running down this road, Meadowlark, and these kids, were being, you know, basically just jerks. And um, they saw me running because I was running against traffic. And they de they decided to just kind of weave over and one of them opened his door to try and knock me, you know, knock me down and scare me, which it did startle me. But luckily I was aware and I was able to jump to the side and not get hit by this door being opened on purpose just to, just to be mean. So, um, if you are running out on the road, always run against traffic and always pay attention to those parked cars and those moving cars just to keep yourself safe. But that's actually not what I'm gonna be talking about this morning. I want you to start thinking, when you think of a parked car, let's just say a parked car that has been sitting for a very long time, right? Maybe you have an additional car that's been sitting in the driveway, that's been sitting in the garage, or you have a neighbor that has this car that's been sitting there for years and years and years. What generally happens with those parked cars that sit for quite a while, right? What happens? They usually get a little faded from the sun, the sun beating down on them. I'm actually trying to navigate around the sun um, as you can see that right there, but the sun usually beats down on the car or it gets a little rusty, right? Because it hasn't been driven. The oil gets a little, um, what's the word like thick and gooey because it's been sitting in there, right? Everything starts to get rusty and um, just old and, and beaten down. And so, not that I want to sound so dramatic, but the reason I wanted to talk with you about this today is because there are a lot of you, and you might be somebody who is watching this live with me or on the replay. 
where you are kind of like that parked car, right? You've been sitting or you've been standing still for quite some time. And what is preventing you from moving forward is the discomfort because you might be someone that says, you know what, Pamela, I can't get into running. I have bad knees. Um, I've always just, it's been really uncomfortable for me when I get out and run. And I want to offer you this. If you are somebody that is telling me that you have bad knees and therefore you can't run, first of all, did an orthopedic surgeon tell you you shouldn't run? Because if they didn't, then I would challenge you on that. I think that might just be an excuse you're telling yourself. Because more than likely, folks that have knee issues or have certain issues with their body and they find it uncomfortable to run, more than likely, it's because they're not strengthening other muscles that support their running or their joints have really gotten dry and they're not lubricated because they're not being moved. Just like this old parked car or even a new parked car, right, that's not being used, it starts to dry up and all of those things that make it work get a little tight and get a little rusty. And the same thing goes for you with your body. You cannot improve something that you don't move, okay? And that's what this Facebook Live, this coaching session is all about. When it comes to parked cars, when it comes to your mind, when it comes to your body, you can't improve if you don't move. And some of you are staying parked like this car. You're stuck. I don't even like to use the word stuck. I'd like to say that you're standing still. I don't really think you're stuck. I think that's something you tell yourself. But you are standing still. You are sitting still. And I understand in your mind, you're thinking about the fear of that discomfort of actually doing something different and moving. Because if you decide, if you truly decide and you commit, right, to move, there is going to be some discomfort because you haven't moved in a while. But in order for you to improve, in order for you to improve your running, in order for you to improve your health, your wellness, your fitness, you know, feeling stronger, you have to move. That's just how it happens. And some of you might be waiting until the discomfort and the fear and the pain of standing still is greater than the discomfort and the fear and the pain of actually moving. Because either way, when you're trying something new, either way, there is going to be some discomfort because your body isn't used to doing it. Your mind isn't used to doing it. And our mind is probably the more powerful thing and the thing we need to be most concerned about moving. And I'm going to talk to that in just a bit. But some of you, and I'm a perfect example of this, and I'll share a story here in just a bit, but some of you are waiting for the pain, the discomfort, the fear, or the fear around that pain and discomfort. You know, some of you, it takes that being greater, right? The fear of just being still and not making improvement and just being in the same damn place year after year. 
Sometimes that is what makes you move. It's not the discomfort of actually moving and beginning to run and becoming a runner and moving your body, although that that might be discomfort and that might be uncomfortable for you. Sometimes you get to a place where you're like, damn, I'm so sick and tired of my bullshit. I'm tired of this. Year after year, I am standing in the same spot. I am not improving because I am not moving, right? And sometimes that is greater and you finally something clicks and you say, I'm done. I've had it. I'm doing something differently and I'm going to move even though it's going to be uncomfortable because I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be there. And that was me. I've had some health issues over the years. And this morning I am drinking some coffee. Um, And Camilla, if you later watch this on the replay, uh, we've had some conversations about this on Facebook. You know, I have some health issues where coffee was something that I should have avoided 100%. And it took my health issues and it took the symptoms and the consequences, all of that, for me just feeling so crappy and awful for me to finally decide to give up drinking coffee. And now I have reintroduced it. I drink maybe a cup of coffee once or twice a month. That's probably the most that I can do. And then I just drink my chai. I found something else that works. But I loved coffee. Just like some of you guys love being just comfortable by sitting like that parked car. You know, you just, it's comfortable there. It's safe there. You don't have to do anything different, right? Just like for me with my coffee, I loved my coffee and I love it. The whole experience, the smell, the holding my cup, the flavor. I don't drink it for the caffeine. I drink it for the experience and the taste of it. But I didn't want to give that up until I had had enough of feeling like crap. And then I finally made the decision to move into something else, make a different decision so I could improve my health. And so that's really what this um, conversation today is all about is you can't improve what you don't move. And if you're standing still wanting to improve your health, wanting to lose weight, wanting to become a runner, wanting to complete that half marathon once and for all, wanting to do something differently, You have an opportunity right now, I think. Most of you have an opportunity. We always have the opportunity, regardless of the time of year, but we are moving into the summer months. And for many of you, you know, the summer months, if you have kids, right, they kind of slow down just a little bit. You have a little bit more breathing room. And even though I am someone that doesn't believe there's ever going to be a perfect time of year, a perfect day, a perfect week to start, you just got to do it. Sometimes when our schedule opens up and summer for some people is when that happens, they have a little bit more breathing room to stop staying parked and standing still and moving their body to improve. And so I want to offer you today an idea, a suggestion. As we move into the summer months, some people are like, oh, summertime, I'm getting the the bathing suit on and getting out of the pool. Absolutely do that, right? But maybe use the summer as an opportunity to start moving in a very gentle, easy way 
Very little pressure. Again, you can do this any time of year. You don't have to wait for the summer. But I know some of you guys, your schedules are lightening up just a bit and you have a little bit more breathing room. And I want to just encourage you to start moving because you cannot improve your fitness, your wellness, your health without moving. And I don't want you to be that parked car that the sun just beats down on, that's continuing to get rusty, that the the oil is getting sludgy. That does not feel good whatsoever. You got to get it running. You got to get it moving. Those joints of yours, those knees that tend to get a little achy, you got to lubricate them. I have family members that tell me, Pamela, I don't want to get out and walk because my knees hurt. And I tell them, your knees hurt because you're not walking. Your joints are stiff. They're not lubricated because you've been sitting. And in order for them to feel good, you have to have some moments, a little bit of discomfort in order to improve and feel better and get those joints lubricated. You actually have to move. So if you are somebody that is struggling with knee issues and that's holding you back from running, I want to tell you, there's other ways that you can run. And you, if you know me, you know that I am a huge fan of the running interval method. Um, That is how I run. I've run that way since probably 2005. Um, That's how I coach. It makes running so much more enjoyable. Um, So I want you to consider that. I am working on a new... um, free running guide all about that. And I'll share that with you once it's available, hopefully by next week. Um, But we are moving into the summer months. And just because it's summertime and vacation time and getting out at the pool or the beach or whatever it is, and you might be feeling a little bit of, you know, insecurity about your body, you're going to continue to feel insecure about your body Even when you move into the fall, even when you move into the winter, even when you, the next summer rolls around, if you continue to be a parked car, if you continue to stand still and you might be standing still and parked in your mind, you might be overthinking things and you might be saying, you know what? You're telling yourself these repeated thoughts over and over and over again that you were believing that it's impossible, that you can't do it that it's gonna be so uncomfortable. And there, there will be some discomfort because you're doing something different, right? But you need to start also, in my opinion, moving your mind, improving your thoughts, cleaning those thoughts up. Your thoughts, just like your body, just like that parked car, a lot of you have these thoughts that are rusty, that are sludgy, that are not serving you that are keeping you standing still. You're telling yourself certain things that are not helping you and serving you. And so I want to ask you this week to do two things for me. One is what analyze, what are the thoughts that you are having repeatedly that you are training your brain to keep believing that are not true? And what is one thought you can decide to move? You're actually going to move it out of your brain. You're going to put it in the trash and you are going to come up with a new thought that's going to, that's going to serve you. That's going to help improve you moving forward because it's not just physically. A lot of times we want to jump into the physical action, but we haven't thought about moving our thoughts 
because eventually we get stuck, we stop, we start, we stop that whole thing again because we haven't thought about our thoughts and our beliefs. And when we try something new, our brain's going to try and keep us safe. And you need to just have this conversation with yourself and say, hey, I'm doing this. I know it's going to be uncomfortable for a little bit. I know I'm going to need to lubricate all of those muscles and joints and, you know, those muscle memories and get things moving. I know I'm going to need to move my mind and there might be some discomfort and fear in that. But do I want to be here in this spot again next year? We have, let's see, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. We have seven months of this year. And I know when the new year started, many of you guys thought, okay, it's going to be a new year. I'm going to do something different. Have you? And if you haven't, that's okay. You have an opportunity right now to move, to get that parked car, go dust it off, get inside, take it to the gas station, put some new gasoline in it, take it to get serviced, get some new oil, all the things, new filters, right? That might be your gear. That might be other supplies and equipment and things that you need to get in place, right? Dust it off clean it up and start moving it. And it might be a little crookedy at first, right? Just like when I first learned to uh, drive a stick shift, that was the first type of car I learned to drive. You know, I stalled out a lot. But using the analogy of cars and using the analogy of stick shift, if you were someone that drove a stick shift, um, I love driving a stiff stick, stiff, uh, stick shift, I can't speak. You may need to put that car in first and cruise over the summer in first. Maybe you move into second gear. You don't need to worry about third. You don't need to be worrying about going fast, right? Just get that car running, get that car moving, get familiar with driving a stick shift and get into first gear and just ride it out for the summer. Get your body moving and that might be your getting out and walking for the summer, your commitment to move in order for you to improve and be in a different place at when fall hits is to say, you know what, once a week, I am gonna get out on a Saturday or on a Sunday and I am gonna go for a 30 minute walk and just breathe and feel good. So make it easy, make it simple. But this week, I really wanna encourage you to do a couple things. One, I want you to think about what are the thoughts that you are thinking that are not serving you that are keeping you standing still, keeping you in that sludge, right? Keeping you just from improving and create one new anchor thought, just one. Something you are gonna anchor yourself to to get you moving this summer. And once you do that, I would love for you to pick just one thing to do once a day. We don't need, just like the stick shift, going into third gear, fourth gear, you don't even need to be in third, third and fourth gear if you're starting from standing still. I just want you to dust it off and just get moving one day a week. Because I'll tell you this, in the fall, in September, actually in August, I will be talking a little bit more about my group coaching program. It's finishing up this coming week. And I will open the doors again in the fall. I open it twice a year, spring and fall. And we have a great group of women that are wrapping up the program. And I would love to have you join me in the fall. And in order to do that, I want you to start moving. 
I want you to make some small incremental improvements. I want you to stop being that parked car and I want you to get moving. So you need to take, you know, some inventory of what you're thinking and you need to come up with something really simple that you can do over the summer and make it super easy. Well, my friend, I hope after listening to that coaching session over coffee, you now understand what in the heck I'm talking about when I'm talking about park cars and running. And I really hope you're considering getting you, if you're possibly that parked car, moving. Moving so that you can start to improve your health, improve your fitness, and ultimately improve your running. But I do want you to remember it's totally cool to keep yourself in first gear if you are getting started or you're getting back at it and stay in first gear for as long as you need to until you are absolutely ready to shift, to shift into second, hang out there for a while, shift into third, and then shift into fourth. And if you'd like to join me for future coaching sessions over coffee, in addition to this weekly podcast, I'd really love to see your name pop up on my computer screen and be able to connect with you just a little differently each and every week. So head on over to Facebook and in that search menu up at the top, type in at Hey Coach Pamela. My Facebook page will pop up. You will see me smiling directly at you. Click follow and then that way you'll be the first to be notified each and every week when I go live for my future Thursday Facebook Live Coaching Over Coffee sessions. But until next week, my friend, whether you join me here each and every week on the podcast, which I hope that you do, or you also join me over there on Facebook, on the Facebooks um, at Hey Coach Pamela. Either way, until next week, my friend, go grab your running shoes, lace up, and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. Outdoors.